Well, hello there, and welcome to The Creative Goddess Show with me, Charlotte Jenkin. Here we will talk about creativity, personal development, and becoming the best version of you. episode of the creative goddess show it's friday woohoo i am so excited to be back today with you because i have something really fun to share so first of all i have created an online community which is huge for me it's something i have never done before and it's something that i had a calling to do over the last month or so, I just knew that I had to create this and did it terrify me? Yes. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just, as, as an introvert, it's something that is very, very daunting to create something like an online community because it's so different to having like an Instagram page or writing a blog or even having this podcast, right? it's involved so much more and it's about holding that space. Um, so for me, like absolutely terrified of doing this, but because it felt so uncomfortable, I kind of have a, had a feeling that like I was meant to do it and I needed to push past that fear. So I've been working on that behind the scenes and if you want to join us, um, the link is in the show notes. I'll tell you about it now actually. So. It's called Creatively Confident. And I always had a dream to create a community of like-minded creative women. And at the beginning of Creative Goddess Club, I didn't really know how it was gonna work because I hadn't properly delved into what really lit me up in terms of like, what made me feel really like purpose-driven. And of course, creativity was at the heart of of Creative Goddess Club at the beginning. However, now I feel like I'm delving into an area of personal growth. And I've always been a huge, huge advocate of personal growth, of course. Um, I've been on a crazy personal personal growth journey myself over the last couple of years as I've been building my business and it's been a roller coaster, but it's been amazing. And I've had some really big breakthroughs. So I realized that actually on this personal growth journey, having identified the, this creative passion inside me, as I was experimenting with all these different creative ideas and really allowing myself to explore, I, I realized at the same time that I was actually experiencing this growth inside of me that was showing up as a, a confidence booster because as someone who struggled with confidence uh, in my corporate job like when I was at school the teachers always used to say that I lacked confidence and I don't know if they were totally right because I was confident in other ways like in my extracurricular stuff but at school yeah I was a bit shy and I've always identified myself as being not very confident so maybe that's a problem as well but as I have allowed myself to explore my creative business and really just trying out new things, 
allowing myself to be a beginner again and go through that learning process, I've actually really managed to have a breakthrough with my confidence and I'm allowing myself to be more visible and I'm allowing myself to show up more and really connect with with people. So I feel like that's a huge, a huge win. And I wanna be able to encourage more women to do this who have such amazing creative abilities. And some of them may already be business owners. Some of them might be creative in their hobbies, but maybe they are worried about breaking through to the next stage or they are struggling with their mindset along the way. And they feel like being part of a community like this would really help them. I know that it would definitely help me because I want to join other women on this personal growth journey too through creativity. So that's also partly why I created it. But if you are fitting into one of those categories and you want to have that empowerment surrounding you and you want to be able to have more breakthroughs and be around people who really understand you then I would definitely join this group creatively confident and the way that it's going to work is actually through a Facebook group a free Facebook group which is private so only members of creatively confident will be in that group and there will also be a weekly live event on zoom which will be held by me to begin with but I am looking to get speakers in so if if you're interested in featuring on this in this new platform then that would be amazing I'd love to chat with you and we're going to be talking about quite a few different topics it's going to be about creativity itself how it can look for lots of different people and exploring the hows the what's the why's, why why creativity is such a great thing. And also we're gonna be looking at mindset and personal growth and looking at how this can affect our creativity too. Cause we're gonna be talking a bit about the struggles and that's why I find this group to be so important because I want us to be able to share our struggles like openly and feel like we aren't alone because I think as creatives and also as, as business owners, we can sit there and just think, oh, you know, is anyone else feeling like this? Because sometimes people don't like to talk about what's what's going on like in their mind when they're creating something new. And it's, it's just a, a great space to be able to do that. So that is it really. I hope that you are interested in joining because I just think it's going to be so much fun and it's going to be really a really big next move for Creative Goddess Club because it's something that I had envisioned at the beginning like having this online space to really connect with other women like in a, in a more kind of personal like intimate way I would say instead of just kind of posting on Instagram and it being quite open and being like quite noisy on there um, so yeah, I'm really excited and go and check out the link in the show notes. You can go and join um, Creatively Confident there. And I'm actually going live in a couple of hours today in the Facebook group. So if you're early doors, make sure you go and join the Facebook group soon and you'll be able to watch me live as I 
say hello to everyone who's joined and it will be at 11 o'clock in the morning, 11 a.m. BST, so that's UK time, on Friday, the 6th of May. So if you're early doors, you will see me, but it will be there on replay anyway, so don't worry about that. But I would love for you to join me, honestly. I just, I want to inspire so many other women to to just, um, you know, be open about um, their their creativity and personal growth they're experiencing and you know any struggles that they're having along the way so yeah exciting stuff right okay so moving on to today's topic I am really passionate about this one actually um I know I say that about quite a few <laughs> of the episodes that I do but um this one in particular is just it's huge and it's huge for so many of us creatives we really struggle with this one and it was actually inspired this morning by a masterclass that I was watching on neuro-linguistic programming which is also known as NLP which can actually help you change the way that you think and feel and therefore act so you can achieve some kind of desired outcome so for example someone who might want to be successful but maybe they're experiencing limiting beliefs that are holding them back from certain things that have happened to them in their life, um, they might do some NLP and it could work really well for them. So it's really interesting actually. Um, I was I was really shocked to, to learn that more than 90% of our thoughts actually come from our unconscious mind rather than our conscious so on our in our conscious mind we're actually aware of these thoughts um but in our unconscious mind they're almost like automatic like repetitive thoughts and like behaviors that we've kind of learned over the years and those are the thoughts that are actually like really really hard to break because they're forming our beliefs and therefore our actions in life so nlp actually helps you to almost like reframe your unconscious beliefs and this can be such a game changer for people like it's incredible so yeah i'm really interested in that so it's actually um influenced my topic for today which is five reasons that your beliefs are holding you back from creative expression and i had some fun coming up with this because as always i can relate a lot to the types of things I'm sharing with you in this episode it's always it always comes from the heart what I share with you in my podcast and it usually comes from my own experience along the way of my journey so far so let's crack on the first reason that you might be being held back by your beliefs is through perfectionism you might have a tendency to think that you have to be perfect and you you may have learned this somewhere along the way in your life maybe you have grown up in a family that are very perfectionist themselves and you don't think that it's safe to put something out into the world that isn't perfect as you see it maybe it's a, a, an actual fear of yours that you could actually be criticized for something that wasn't perfect enough or maybe you don't feel comfortable yourself with putting that creation out there 
that doesn't seem to be to the, the standard that, that you'd want it to be. <clears throat> and this actually holds so many of us back. It's it's like crippling. We we actually just can can just take no action as a result of perfectionism because all of those thoughts and fears just build up inside of us and we, we end up just not not doing anything to move forwards because it's too much, it's too overwhelming. And we just sit there and, and just feel like it's it's piling up inside of us, this fear of perfectionism. And well, you know, I can't do it because it's it's not going to be perfect. But the problem is, if you're learning something new, it's not gonna be perfect straight away. In fact, perfection is, you know, it's, it's not really attainable because you, there's always going to be something that you're not happy with I think when you are creating something and you know we can get very absorbed in what we're doing right so we sometimes don't take a step back from our creation and we start over analyzing it all and we can almost start analyzing it too much so I think the more that you, you do work on something sometimes the more perfect you expect it to be and the less perfect you see it and therefore you don't really want to press press uh, play you know press um <laughs> publish or whatever it is if it's a you know blog post or maybe it's um a piece of art that you're creating you know it, it it's definitely something that affects us so much and i think that once you realize that it's safe for you to be a beginner at something and no one's going to criticize you so yeah I think it's it's just that permission that you need to give yourself to say that it is totally okay for you to start something and for you to not be good at it for it to be a rubbish first draft or you know a rubbish doodle or you know just something just to show that you're actually putting it down you're actually putting your tools onto the canvas almost and you're really just allowing yourself to start and you're not putting that pressure on yourself because when you start to do that that's when it can really hold you back and manifest itself in this like perfectionist state and perfectionism can actually arise very commonly in high achievers who have maybe experienced success in their lives but they still feel like what they're doing isn't good enough and they're always over analyzing what they're doing and what they're putting out there and it can get it can get exhausting it really can so yeah that could definitely be what you're feeling if you are like a high achiever the second one i want to talk about is imposter syndrome and this is a particular phrase that you probably heard before it's shows up in so many different ways actually in corporate industry and creative industry too like all these different areas of your life you could have imposter syndrome and it basically means that you just you feel like you're going to get found out because you're not as good as people think you are and that's the the problem with it because it will show up actually in a couple of ways i would say i've experienced it in two different ways so when I was working in corporate, I actually qualified in my profession um, and I still felt really like lacking confidence with what I was doing. 
And even though I had that qualification, I almost just didn't believe it. Like I, I genuinely thought a mistake had been made because other people hadn't passed the qualification. And I, and I always thought that I was like lesser than someone else in terms of like my ability for some reason. I've always like been comparing myself in that way to others. And comparison is actually um, a really big part of imposter syndrome too. But um, yeah, so what, what happened was I just ended up just questioning myself all the time and I just almost didn't trust what I was doing. And I know that this shows up so much in people who are, are again, high achievers. Like they sometimes just don't believe like where they are, whether they are actually supposed to be there. And it can also show up a lot if you are transitioning, for example, into another job. And maybe it's an elevated position. Maybe you're on a lot more money and you don't know if you like maybe deserve it because you don't know <clears throat> if you will actually live up to the expectations. Um, and you, yeah, you have a lot of doubt inside you um, with imposter syndrome and it's quite uncomfortable. But the, the way that I really wanted to talk about was um, the, the way it shows up when you're starting a new creative endeavor. So like with what I've done, going from corporate to creative, I have experienced imposter syndrome on such a huge level because <laughs> I, I basically started a business in an area that was totally different to the experience I had before in property. So I started my business in, in coaching, you know, I was, I was blogging, all this kind of like more creative stuff online. And in terms of coaching as well, I felt imposter syndrome in that area too, because I was worried like people would be thinking, well, who is she to do this? Like she, she was working in the corporate job for like five, six years, but now she's gone and, and done this new thing and maybe like people wouldn't take me seriously or something. <laughs> so um, it can be really hard to deal with that when you're moving into a new area and like transitioning, starting afresh. And you, you know, you may have already, already self-identified with that previous role that you were in. So like maybe you had a career that you were in for like a number of years, maybe even decades. And that has actually maybe even become part of you. So maybe that is actually stopping you from identifying yourself in a new way as like a creative person in you know whatever kind of title you're, you're gonna give yourself. But that could be a huge problem too with imposter syndrome is that you, you still, you're still kind of hanging on to that role that you were in before and it can be a bit of a struggle. I think this is also like really, really key when you're still like, when you're working in two roles at the same time, for example. So maybe you're working full-time corporate job or you know you're in a quite you know big like profession um and you are starting a creative endeavor on the side and it it feels uncomfortable because you do you just feel like an imposter you, you just do and it, it's something that you just really have to work through and I think again it's just a case of practicing and practicing what you do as a creative and then you 
can build up your skills in that area and become happier with what you you're producing and you can then feel more comfortable kind of sharing what you've created with others too because yeah I think um imposters really just don't like to put themselves out there too much with their creations because they they worry that people will be thinking well who are they to do this and that kind of thing so um yeah imposter syndrome is a really big one <laughs> and um yeah I, I just think yeah it's just a case of, of practicing and um just kind of allowing yourself to identify as something else not just that former role that you were in because don't don't let that define you that doesn't define you the third one is fear of judgments or rejection so hands up if you have had a fear of either of these things i'm pretty pretty sure that um, a few of you are gonna say it's something that you really really struggle with and i can relate for sure it's something i have had to work through definitely fear of rejection almost is like is it's such a, a big one i have always been worried about disappointing people um i've been concerned that i would offend people or i would just make people have like a negative opinion of me in some way like i never wanted to ruffle anyone's feathers i just wanted to kind of do the right thing and, and be normal as such um and just kind of going on the 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 path that that like most people take in life so you know when i became a creative entrepreneur i really struggled with people judging me not because they were just because it was in my head and i especially found this to be a challenge when i was sharing things on my personal accounts on social media. Oof, that was really tough. To begin with, it was anyway. I mean, now I feel so much more comfortable because I'm I'm used to it and I've owned the fact that, you know, I'm I'm doing what I'm doing now, but back then it was a real struggle. It was like you know that the fear of like and and I would I would see um who who'd viewed like my story or something on Instagram. And I'd see that it was someone I used to work with and it's like, oh, that was like the fear just struck inside me as big as anything. And I can so relate to you if you're having this issue too, like maybe it's holding you back from expressing yourself. Um, and what I would say is that really just have a, a think about like, do you, do you need to have these people in your network? Like, are they people that you're friends with now? Or are they people that maybe you, you don't really talk to that much anymore? Um, because it's, it's fine for you to kind of change your circles as such, you know, your friend circles, you can like, definitely reevaluate that as you go um you don't have to be connected to anyone on any of these like social media um platforms so just really have a think about that and if you if you did, did feel uncomfortable with it um you know you can always share your stuff with a selected group of people or you could open a new social media account which is what i did eventually but I still do share stuff on my personal account too, because um, there may be people in my network already who, you know, like what I do. So 
you can kind of choose what you do. There's, there's no right or wrong, just in terms of if it's holding you back from actually sharing what you've created with the world and that's what you actually want to be doing, then it might be worth, yeah, just reevaluating who is in your network and whether they need to be in your network because you don't want these people to be like weighing you down. And also just remember that majority of the time, like 99% of the time, for me anyway, no one has really ever said anything about what I've been doing. Like it's it's not it's not happened on my existing network. People have always been supportive and a lot of the time that fear of, of judgment or rejection that that's that's just happening in our heads. But um yeah, it's just just important to see where you are inside and check in and see what what works for you the best. Oh, and just to let you know, this the, this kind of fear may have occurred as a result of a bad experience when you were a child, maybe when you were at work or at university, maybe something happened where you felt rejected and you felt judged and that's just stuck with you and it's really affected the way that you can put yourself out there and it's made you almost like fear visibility and fear like people seeing what you're doing and that's okay like pe we have experiences where we are almost mentally scarred from that and it shows up again later in life when we're trying something new like being creative business owner or you're trying out something creative in your life and you are starting afresh and it makes you feel more exposed because it's not the normal thing that you used to do like it's not what you're used to doing so it's totally normal to feel uncomfortable but really dig deep and see if maybe there, there are some stories in your past that you could work through and start healing so you can really be able to express yourself creatively again number four is fear of failure and this one ties in a little bit with the previous one on fear of judgment and rejection fear of failure is huge because i think in society today especially things are portrayed online like everyone succeeds and we don't really have hard conversations about the downsides of a situation or negative things that have happened to someone because typically we, we're not going to share the negatives behind the scenes. Although I know that there is definitely a movement out there that's, you know, encouraging us to, to share the downsides of life as well on social media, which, which I think is great. But, you know, it's just about remembering like on social media, you are not seeing the full picture. And if you see someone being successful, can guarantee you there have been a fair few failures along the way of that journey, right? Because in order to succeed, you, you do have to fail in, in a few areas. And if you don't like the word fail, you could use a different word like, um, I don't know, <laughs> um, stumble. Okay, I like stumble. <laughs> I was really struggling to think of another word then. Um, but yes, people stumble along the way to success and to achieving their desires in life. So please remember that because, um, yeah, I just feel like there is a lot of pressure and a lot of like 
rose-tinted lenses on our social media where we think that there's always success happening out there and people don't experience downsides and yeah failure is is a really big thing especially as a creative and like being creative business owner like there are so many obstacles that we have to overcome and they probably aren't talked about enough um but what I would like to say is that yeah I've experienced a lot of them and when I have put something out there sometimes yeah maybe it hasn't got the traction that I hoped it would get or maybe I you know just felt like really exposed and like everyone was judging me and um that that can happen but you've just got to remember that like on social media as well you know you're not necessarily seeing the full picture of of what's going on and failing is actually a really good example that you've just you've tried you've actually taken action to put something out there you've actually had the courage to go for it and that's a really great thing and that should be applauded that you've actually done that so don't worry about failing it's actually a really good like benchmark of you know you actually you've taken risks and you've put yourself out there and don't let it dishearten you if 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 you do experience these along the way of your creative journey because we all do and we are all here to support each other along the way and finally the last thing i want to share with you today is that you might be held back create fr- creatively from procrastination and this is a more kind of indirect way that you could be affected and this could be in the way of maybe saying that you don't have enough time to do your creative expression or maybe it could be in the form of people pleasing and saying well I have to help so and so with this or maybe if you you know you have children that could be a really big block for you where you're prioritizing your family over your creative passions and that could be quite a tricky one really because even if you're not a people pleaser you will want to be putting other people first in your family if they're people that you love um but the problem is like you need to remember that you need to prioritize yourself as well and what you want to do because otherwise that can turn into a bigger problem over time if you're not serving yourself in some way and really allowing yourself to explore creatively and really be able to dig into to what you're passionate about so if you're saying, for example, you don't have time to to be creative and do that thing that you want to do, maybe look into that a bit more and say, well, actually, what time can I free up? Maybe there are negotiable things that you have in your diary in the week. Maybe you could actually squeeze in some time because I know that some of us have really, really busy schedules, like, you know, and it's understandable that maybe you think you don't have enough time, but sometimes it can be linked to another fear that you have around being visible or about trying something new and not, not being good enough or something. Like, that's actually something that could be related to the 
procrastination, maybe it's something you keep putting off every single week. You say you wanna do an hour of creating digital art or a new planner or something, but maybe something's holding you back inside and it's worth exploring that and, and seeing why you keep putting off that task because until you prioritize it in your schedule, and then it's it's never actually going to happen. You're never going to commit to it if you if you don't prioritize it. So that's just um the episode five ideas on why you are being held back from expressing yourself creatively. And I hope you found it interesting. It has been eye-opening for me to record this episode as well because it allows me to dig deeper into what I'm feeling and the kind of actions that I take in my life too. Um, so it really helps me to to connect with myself as well, recording these podcast episodes for you. And it's such a pleasure. So I, I really hope you've enjoyed it and I will be back next Friday. Um, I'm actually going to be chatting to some uh, podcast guests, which is, is really fun. Um, like I said last week, I'm going to be getting a lineup in place for the future episodes. So uh, that's going to be really fun. I love having guests on the show. It's just so interesting hearing about their experiences and journeys. So yeah, watch this space. Um, if you would like to be on the podcast, do send me a message. You can drop me an email to hello at creativegoddessclub.com or you can message me on Instagram at creativegoddessclub um, it's because I would love to to chat with you on the show. I'm always looking for new opportunities to have guests on the show. So yeah. Also, don't forget to join Creatively Confident. The new community is opening soon, and I could just I just want you to be there with me on this um, new new venture of mine. So exciting! And don't forget, I'll be going live in the Facebook group tomorrow. Right, have a fantastic weekend. I hope you have a lovely one and I'll touch base with you again next Friday on another episode of The Creative Goddess Show. Thank you, bye. So, what did you think? Show me some love and hit subscribe. In the meantime, check out creativegoddessclub.com for more goodness. See you next week.
so, what did you think? Show me some love and hit subscribe. In the meantime, check out creativegoddessclub.com for more goodness. See you next week.